It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Anita Marks with you here on 98.7 ESPN. On the uh, Final Four action, Jimmy Patsos joins us. He's been with us uh, through this NCAA March Madness ride. Jimmy, good afternoon. How you doing, my friend? Anita, anytime I'm talking to you, my day is glorious. <laughs> Oh, I adore you. Um, All right, let's jump right into it. Well, actually, before we do, I want to talk about last night. Caitlin Clark, did you watch Iowa take down South Carolina? I was on on the plane coming back. Now, remember, unique Final Four in that Dallas and Houston are so close. Full disclosure, I work for Under Armour, so we had a great run this year with Utah women, Maryland women, and, of course, Notre Dame women. And they had to go through the same bracket as South Carolina. But we know the Gamecocks well. This Clark girl is like, she's like Steph Curry for the women's game. She takes a lot of shots, but she scores. She can fire away. She's transcendent. And while, of course, I wanted South Carolina to win for businesses, you had to respect how well that girl played. I was a little shocked that South Carolina women couldn't. They had two starters go scoreless. You know, they kind of double-teamed Boston, dared them to shoot. And it's the first time in the Don Staley era that I've seen South Carolina women panic a little. As good as Clark was, and Caitlin Clark, I'll say it again, transcendent, good for Iowa. Watch Evan, he's yelling about how good Kim Melke is at LSU. She came from Baylor. She got the NIL thing down. Love the LSU Tigers. They have Angel Reese from Baltimore. They're down eight in the fourth quarter and come back and win by eight. So they're, they're, that's a commanding win, but transcendent and like the men's game, Anita, it's good. There's a little bit of a changing of the guard, which I think is good. You know, Florida Atlantic, I got San Diego state winning it. UConn and Miami, UConn's back. The other three are new. Well, in the women's game, Iowa and Caitlin Clark, that's as good a story as they're in, is in the whole tournament, men's or women's. Give me your thoughts on her. Yeah, no, I listen, I opened my show with it. I, you know, I, I hosted a show here last night. So I was, I was trying to multitask, host the show and, and watch and I was Did just, you tell everyone to take Iowa? Did you have Iowa on your daily wager? <laughs> no, because no, because I I don't I I don't know the women's game very well. So I I wish I would have. I was getting ten. They were getting ten going into that game. I wish I would have taken know. Iowa. But this was my first time watching her play f- like a full you know uh, four quarters, and she's unbelievable. Two hundred thirty-five points. Me. 82, 82 assists, 52 rebounds in the entire postseason in the women's NCAA postseason. She's, 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 regardless of gender, Jimmy, I think she's the best college player I've, I've seen in, in quite a while. It's definitely the best individual story. Like I said, she's turning into Steph Curry, putting on a show in college. Can she take it into the WNBA? But I will say this, you're correct. And like I said, that's a new team, Iowa. I mean, see, we have the Big Ten network here on a lot because of obviously I'm a Maryland guy and we have three schools, Wisconsin, Northwestern, Maryland. 
So Christy Winter Scott does a great job in the Big Ten. She's my friend I work the Wizards with. So I watch women's games. And this girl just kind of started creeping out around, you know, late January, early February. And all of a sudden, because remember, Indiana was the number one seed and Ohio State's really good in the women's game. And But she's the real deal. And like, like Curry, coming from a little deeper seed, kind of making her name in March. And I think she's going to be really good in the WNBA. Can she pull it off and win the thing? I still think LSU beats them. But... Uh, prove me wrong, you know, prove me wrong because she's a one-man wrecking crew. It's not, the team is okay. She's unbelievable. But I would say she's the best story of both men's and women's tournaments. I would agree with you. So Sunday, 3.30 is the women's championship uh, with Iowa going up against uh, LSU. Really quick before we start talking about the men. What's the line on that? What's the line on that? I don't. I bet it's seven. Look at you, you degenerate. Did I hate man? That's because I watch my favorite person. What's the you, line on it. that? What's the line on that? Um, I, I have to. I have to look. I have to look. Uh, give me. Give me a minute. I'm. I'm now. I'm now. You really have me multitasking here. But I'll, I'll look. I'll look while you answer this question. I want you. To, I want you to kind of explain nils, right? Because she's already. She's already made a million dollars in nils she's with nike she's with and she was wearing the the nike bruce lee kobe fives last night she has signed with eight brands buick bose being two of them her net worth right now is three million dollars in nil deals what what and, and and here's where i'm going with this i just don't want it all to be about the caitlin clark show but like nigel nigel um uh why am I drawing a blank? University of Miami. Um, so so he he signed a $800,000 NIL deal to go in Nigel Pack. Uh, he signed a $800,000. That was a two-year deal. Two right. deal, so, 400000 a year. So, so a few questions here that I'd love for you to answer is you being a former head, you know, coach in, in college basketball. Number one, what are your thoughts in regard to NIL deals for all these athletes? Number two... You know, do you feel that this would cause any um, uh, frustration or any uh, issues or jealousy inside a locker room with a player getting an, a, like a million dollar NIL deal while others do not? Like, like what is what's your take on NIL deals in basketball? college basketball? Fantastic question. We're going to have to take like five segments to do this because I'm involved. Because I vote in the McDonald's game, because I'm on the grassroots, I go to a lot of colleges, mostly men. But I see the women's game a lot, too. You know, I handle a lot of big schools. I also handle a lot of mid-majors. First of all, the mid-majors are becoming players. Okay, first of all, being a rural school like Iowa is great because you're the, you're the sole entity. You know, in D.C., you've got Bradley Beal, Alex Ovechkin, at the time Bryce Harper, you know, whoever's going to play quarterback for the Redskins. Let's not go there. But, in other words, you know, Lamar Jackson here in Baltimore. Like, you have a lot of competition in this area. New York, let's just get it out there. It's a pro town. There's no NIL money out there. You're not going to move the needle. Toyota's not going to pay you in New York City. You're not going to move the needle. They want Jay-Z or they want, you know, Jalen Brunson can barely get that. The women's game, too, you're doubling down. WNBA is a good product, but it's a small product. There's only 12 teams. They play, but they're in a kind of weird space TV-wise. So the college girls are getting more than the WNBA girls. They're more marketable because they're on TV regularly now all year round, which is good. Thank God for Title IX and everything's grown. I'm a big I'm a big proponent of all that. 
they've gotten better, but the game's gotten better. You know, the girls' game's gotten better. It's up and down. Now you have Caitlin Clark. It's not some slow, methodical game. You know, are they going to dunk and all that stuff? I don't care about that, but they play the game the right way. But you have people in rural areas like Iowa or in the men's game, Kansas or Arkansas, like Musselman's done a great job. You're way more marketable there as a men and women's player because you can, you can sell, whether it's Sam's Barbecue to Jones Makeup Company to Michelle's little diner restaurant chain to Toyota to Bose to all that. You have all that marketability to all those people. And that is real. And if that's real in those areas, and you can capitalize on it. And it's, it's always the same. It's like recruiting the media. It's always the same. we got to go local, then we got to go regional, then we hope we can go national, and we pray to God we can get global. Okay, we had Sarunas Shostakovich at Maryland. He's now the coach at Barcelona from Lithuania. Well, he wanted to be near D.C. because there's a Lithuanian embassy. Like, you have to factor all that in. But it starts with local, and NIL starts locally. But then it goes regionally. Now you got Caitlin Clark, who's definitely national and could go global. Because of the number of points she's putting up, well, that's why she's worth three million. Kim Melky has a collective at LSU. That's a little different, but Angel Reese has her own backers. But you know, the lack of stars in the WNBA is not the case. Now Sue Bird, and and, you know, I started with Rebecca Lobo. Remember, I I, I knew, you know, I knew Reggie Miller's sister and all that, you know, and then Cheryl Swoops. I'm going way back in the old days. But is there a bona fide NBA star, WNBA star that moves the needle right now? A little bit. You know, well, but I, I like Kelsey Plum and I, I ask you if she goes good, but not like Paige Buckets and not like Cameron Brink and Stanford and certainly not like Caitlin Clark and Angel nope. Reese. Like I know the game a little. Aaliyah Boston's yeah. really good at South Carolina. Just let me finish. These are factors, but the women may be more marketable than the men in the college game. Not everyone, but the top ones might be. Really, really quick, I'm, I'm going to pose one more question to you, and then I'm going to take a break, if that's okay with you. If you can hang tight, I want to come back. I want to get your picks for tonight's game. You, you know that. I know, I know. So, so really quick, because LeBron James, uh, Bronny, uh, apparently his net worth right now is is like $8 million in regards, $7, 8000000 million in NIL. That's, that's an outlier. That's an outlier times 10. But, but, here, mean, that's an outlier but here's, but, but wait, let me, let me, but here's the thing. And you can t- like, I hear he's not that great. I hear he's good. He's gotten it. But, but I heard that he's, he's not that better. great. Yeah, but What'd he's you gotten say? better. He's gotten Yeah, but better. I heard he's not great. <laughs> he's not yep. great. Like, he's not like, not like his dad. Not like his dad, no, but Jimmy. His mar- but his marketability to young people is, okay? And Because he's the son know, of? Because he's the son of. And yes, he's got a, a huge social good, media following. He getting, so he's getting yes, he $8 million dollars in NILs. It's ridiculous. He is. Well, look, we're at Under Armour. We, we love people. We can't get in there with him. Caitlin Clark's a Nike girl. LeBron's going to be Brian's kid. But we have Steph Curry. We have Tom Brady. We have Bryce Harper. We have... You know, Jordan Speed next week. We have our handful, and we groom them too. But there's certain people like Curry and Speed and those guys, and I don't know the business like that. I'm just a basketball guy, but I'm around it. Ronnie James and Nike and what they're doing is they're never going to catch Jordan, but they're certainly in second. And so, therefore, you have to deal with that as a marketing person. And that means you got to pay because they got followers. But Ronnie James's kid got a lot better this year. He got a lot better this year. Okay. Just out of curiosity. Is he going to go, go to Ohio State because his dad wanted to go to Ohio State? I don't know. If, him, if I was him, I'd go to UCLA and just stay home and play for Mick Crowley. Now he's got to play defense. And 
But I'd go to Kentucky for Calipari because if I was going to spend one year, I'd probably spend it in big blue country. But those things help your marketability. He doesn't need any help. But the women's marketability in NIL is real, and this is all a function of the money going to football in the SEC and Big Ten. But let me tell you something. I know places like Youngstown State, Middle Tennessee, Florida Atlantic, San Diego State, where they're the only team in town besides the Padres, and they got plenty of money. The NIL is going to be in more remote places or different places than mainstream cities. We'll close with that. When we come back, we'll talk actual basketball. I love you, Anita. Look at you. All right, you go ahead. Take us out. Take us in a break. Take us out. <laughs> Jimmy Patsos. Jimmy Patsos driving the show right now. I just find the whole NIL thing extremely interesting. We get back. We'll get Jimmy's picks. Uh, Final four action right here. 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Jimmy Patsos joining us here on 98.7 ESPN, having an interesting conversation about NILs. Um, and in the break, I was talking with our producers, Harvey and Joe. Right now, LeBron James's son, Bronny, is making more money on NILs than a number of NBA players. And we're not even sure that he'd be a starter in the NBA. Very well could be a bench player in the NBA. It's really, it's, it's, it's quite bizarre. Uh, really quick, before we start talking about the games tonight, Iowa is favored against LSU. You're laying three and a half. The over-under is 160 and a half. You wanted to know what the spread was. You think LSU is going to win. So are you saying take LSU, LSU on the money five. line? LSU by, LSU by five. Wow. Yes, I would, I would take the money line. I, I like LSU to win that game. I think sometimes you got to be careful beating, beating a team like, you know, Iowa. I mean, they beat they, – they just beat – Did we just lose him? <laughs> Did we just lose him? All right. Um, so I'm sure he, he will call back uh, and, and we'll find out what his picks and his plays are for FAU and San Diego State. Again, FAU uh, coming in 301 to win the national championship. And, uh, and now, and, and just to actually, let me call up while we're waiting to get Jimmy back on what the futures are. So right now, and this is interesting because on Friday, this was UConn. You could get UConn to win this whole damn thing at plus 110. It's now UConn minus 125. Okay. San Diego State to win the tournament at four to one. The Canes to win the tournament at plus 450. 
and FAU to win the tournament at plus 650. That's where the odds stand right now uh, in regard to winning this whole damn thing. Um, do we have Jimmy back on, guys? Okay. Uh, so what the, the lines right now, San Diego State minus two and a half. The over-under is at 131. Uh, University of Miami and UConn, UConn favored by five, five and a half. The over, over-under is 149. Jimmy, got to make this quick, unfortunately, because we're up against a break. FAU, San Diego yeah, State. Um, it's okay. Like um, State. My play. I like, I like the field versus UConn. The reason I like LSU. No, 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 no. I'm driving. I'm driving. No, 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 no. I'm driving the ship right now. FAU, San Diego State. I like the under here at 131. That's my play in this game. What's your play? Who wins? What's your play in this game? San Diego State money line. I would say San Diego State's win beating them. Connecticut beats Miami. San Diego State upsets UConn. But UConn, you know, Miami laying all those points is one thing. But to me, you want to take the under? San Diego State plays defense. Look, they had a, they beat a good Charleston team. Furman, they whooped pretty good. Furman shouldn't have been there, Virginia. But they beat a real Alabama team. They got a little lucky against Creighton. But FAU's had a good run, too. And they have a really, you know, nice team with Davis and Reliner and all that. But they have the most depth, San Diego State. San Diego State has eight real players. San Diego State wins. Connecticut wins, and then San Diego State upsets UConn because of their toughness. That Mountain West is a real league. They're the best drawing team, and Brian Dutcher's done a great job. And it's time for the NCAA champion to go back out west. Wow. You know, you could get San Diego State right now to win the entire tournament at 4-1. to one. It's pretty good. Put down 100. You make 400. We'll go to Campagnolo and have a good time in New York. There you go. <laughs> You heard it from Jimmy Patsos. Jimmy, thank you so much. Always great when you're on, my friend. Enjoy the games tonight. I'll be texting. We got a little convoluted there, but take LSU in the women's bracket. Goodbye. Okay, you got it. Bye, Jimmy. (laughs) He's so funny. 800-919-3776. Anita Marks with you. We get back. Uh, uh, There's a great great app out there for folks who live in New Jersey. It's called Sport Trade. Uh, We'll find out, you know, what, what, it, it's it's pretty much what it is. It's it's gambling meets the stock market. Uh, so we'll find out what what those shares are selling for when we get back, uh, and then uh, and then let's let's talk some major league baseball again. The Yankees and the Mets in action. Mets have already played two games. They're one and one. Yankees great opening day with Garrett Cole and of course Aaron Judge. Uh, they've got game two coming your way. Actually, we also have the lineup. So when we get back. Uh, Joe will, will, will share with you what that lineup is heading into today's action. Okay? Anita Marks with you on this Saturday afternoon here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Dan Koob is joining us now. Uh, he's with Sport Trade. I've talked about Sport Trade before on the show, uh, and considering that we are heading into the Final Four, and also uh, there's there's the Masters that's about to uh, tee off on Thursday. I thought it'd be great to have Dan back 
uh, just to let our, our New Jersey folks out there know about sport trade, pretty much what it is, uh, is sports gambling meets um, uh, really the stock market where you can buy shares of a certain line and you can buy and sell at any time. Dan, welcome in. Great to have you on the show this afternoon. How are you doing? I'm great, Anita. Thanks so much for having me. This is uh, what a great stretch. We got to watch Caitlin Clark Cook last night, Final Four tonight, Texas Open tomorrow, and then it's all Masters all the time. This is one of the greatest stretches we've got. Yeah, it's 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 absolutely fantastic. All right, let's let's start first and foremost. Final Four tonight, FAU going up against San Diego State. Uh, if you think Florida Atlantic is going to win outright. Yeah, you could buy that share for $43. If you like San Diego State, like Jimmy Patsos just said he did, uh, that's 58 and a half per share on Sport Trade. Now, I like the under here at 131 and a half. I've already bought a few shares of this at $54. Explain to the folks how that works and, uh, and how you are going to be playing that this evening. Absolutely. Well, Basically, what Sport Trade does is uses an implied probability between zero and a hundred to set our prices, right? So all that, all an American odds is, where you'll see at FanDuel or DraftKings or wherever, that's an implied probability. We just do the conversion for you. So FAU at forty-three is equivalent to somewhere around like plus one fifty or something like that, right? But it's a forty-three percent chance for FAU to win the game. You can buy them at that price. And then as the game fluctuates, right, there are runs in basketball, that price is going to go up and down. So let's say you bought FAU at $43 per share tonight, Anita. If they come out and go on a 10 nothing run, that 43 might go to 53 or 55 And you could sell out of that immediately and make money and be profitable, even if FAU goes on to lose. In fact, we've been adding up throughout the tournament how many underdogs have won, on other books compared to how many underdogs have been profitable on our app. And it's pretty amazing. Double the amount of underdogs have been profitable for you on the sport trade app. So not even if you're just in Jersey, if you're in New York, you got to get over the river and check this thing out. 38 of 58 underdogs have been profitable. It's not always about wins and losses, about making money. That's how you become a profitable sports better. And 38 of the 58 games so far, uh, in the NCAA tournament have seen profitable dogs. Um, the way I'm betting this, and we talked about this on our show, uh, Market Movers, earlier in the week, Anita, is, you know, I, I, I'm a temple owl. I want to go with owl synergy. Um, <laughs> I just can't do it. I, I just think San Diego State is long. They're tenacious defensively. I think the FAU run has been amazing, but I think in part SDSU has played better competition, even though both have gotten lucky a little bit. Um, I mean, FAU obviously avoids Purdue. San Diego State uh, avoids Virginia. Uh, I think the fairy tale ends today, as I'm sure has been mentioned ad nauseum all week. No nine seed has actually won a Final Four game. I think that trend continues tonight. Give me the Aztecs at 58-5. Later on tonight, the University of Miami going up against UConn. If you think the Miami uh, Hurricanes are going to win outright, you could get that share at $31.50. If you want to lay the five and a half with Connecticut, that's the line. You could buy that share at $51. How are you rolling here, Dan? What is Sophie's choice for you, Anita? This is a tough <laughs> one. Your, your love for UConn and you're a Miami native who never thought the Canes would get so far. This is, this is tough. Um, but you have been on this UConn thing 
for weeks and weeks and weeks. And again, I, you know, I'll, I'll plug market movers again. You said at the outset, look out for UConn, and here they are, the prohibitive favorite. Uh, I mean, Miami at 31.5 is akin to well over uh, plus 200, and UConn uh, $70.5 per share. Uh, very much under minus 200. So most people think UConn's going to win. I think they've been by far the most impressive team in the tournament. I don't think I'm reinventing the wheel by saying that. Miami junks this game up, in my opinion, by doing what they've done all tournament, which is not losing the turnover battle. Uh, They've yet to lose the turnover battle once this entire postseason. Um, Both teams can really score the basketball, averaging just a shade under 80 points per game. Uh, The implied total here has them scoring around 75 each. Uh, so you're really sort of discounting 10 points. Uh, if you think that the moment may be too big to start, sluggish starts, uh, unfamiliar rims and arena and depth perception, all the stuff that always gets mentioned this time of year. Um, I like the over here. I like UConn here. I think both teams are just kind of lighted up, uh, and I think it's going to be a defensive struggle. Uh, and I think you're going to – this is the perfect nightcap for the Final Four. Um, also on sports trade, there are futures shares that you can buy right now. UConn to win the whole thing is $53 a share. San Diego state, who of course, Jimmy Patso's feels is going to win the whole damn thing at $20 a share. The Canes at 1750 and FAU at $13. Uh, looking at the NBA, Dan, a lot of Knicks fans, obviously listening right now, you could wager or you could buy the share that the future share in the NBA that the Knicks are going to win the championship at just a dollar, a dollar. Yeah, but why would you want to waste your money? (laughs) Oh, stop. I mean, you know, know, we want to practice responsible gaming here, uh, so we don't want people to be wasting their money. But, yeah, I mean, a dollar a share. Here's the interesting (laughs) thing, though, Nita, right? Because of the buying and selling nature – You know, and we just posted our NFL futures markets today. Uh, So Jets fans have been hammering the Jets to win the Super Bowl on the app, which is amazing. You know, if you are a Knicks fan and you're thinking to yourself, okay, look, we're probably looking at a four or five matchup. We could probably get into the second round. What that means is if they're only a dollar per share, they don't have to win the NBA championship. If they just advance, right, and get into the final eight teams in this thing, they may go from $1 to $2.50, $3.00. And that's the, the growth you're going to see on each share. So, you know, if you wanted to put $50 on, you know, uh, 50 shares of the Knicks to win the championship at $1 per share, and then let's say they sneak out of the first round and lose to the Celtics or uh, or the Bucks in round two or anything like that, then it doesn't really matter because you would still be profitable. And that's the big difference here. You know, you see glossy uh, plus bets elsewhere. But you're locked into those, or you're receiving a cash out for 20% or whatever, um, you know, and not to be too pitchy. Um, but that is that is truly the difference. So do I think the Knicks can make a run? I don't. Uh, I think the top three of the East is just too good, frankly. The Jalen Brunson story has been uh, amazing. Uh, the addition of Josh Hart has, has also been equally as fun to watch as a guy who's kind of been passed around the league a little bit. Hopefully he's kind of found a home playing with his Villanova brother there in Jalen Brunson. And you know, I don't know what's gotten into Julius Randle. I mean, he plays with a point guard, and all of a sudden he's back to the way he played two years ago. I don't think I really believe that. Um, but, again, if you're brave enough to lay that dollar per share, by all means, uh, because if you're a Knicks fan and a Jets fan, you've already been doing it because Jets fans have been all over the place on our app, even though they still don't have Aaron Rodgers. In, in looking at your NFL futures, uh, the Jets right now, $6 a share. 
You can get the Jets at $6 a share right now on Sportrade. Uh, a lot of people, you know, I, I know I, you and I have had this discussion before. A lot of people don't like to invest in futures bets because your money is tied up until obviously uh, that bet cashes at the end of the season. Uh, but to get the Jets at $6 a share right now before the news breaks that they're going to land, that we're all anticipating them to get Aaron Rodgers. But I'm sure once that news breaks, that share might go up immediately. Jets don't even have to play it down. That share might go up with the news that they get Aaron Rodgers. Agree or disagree? Well, some of that is, is baked in at this point, sure. But, I mean, you also have the draft. Uh, you've got the what's left of free agency. I mean, if the Jets can somehow cobble together a draft, even approaching what they did this past season, now they don't have three first-round picks. But if they could cobble together a draft that has the pundits saying, wow, I mean, Joe Douglas continues to crush it uh, in April and May, then, yeah, you could absolutely see a return. Uh, on that $6. I think if they get Aaron Rodgers and they do another good draft, the news comes out that, uh, you know, Bryce Hall is, uh, or Brees Hall, excuse me, is, is recovering really well from the torn ACL. I think that could absolutely go up a dollar or a dollar 50 cents. And hey, you know what? I could use an extra 20, 25, 50 bucks if I uh, buy enough shares to see that sort of return. It's exactly like the stock market, right? You buy something at 100 bucks, you want to see it to go to 105, not 95. And if it does go to 105, you could sell it right back. Uh, so you're not tying up your bankroll, as you mentioned earlier, Anita. You're getting in, and you can get out whenever you want, uh, even though the Super Bowl won't be played for another 10 months. Dan, before we let you go, as you said, you know, we got the Masters right around the corner. I- I'm on your app right now. Unfortunately, I do not see any uh, Masters uh, futures bets right now. Um, oh, I've when, got when, them all for you. Who do you want to know? Um, I'm, I'm too, I mean, listen, we're all anticipating Scotty Shuffler, you know, in my opinion, a lot of people are expecting that's why he's favored seven to one to win the masters. Um, I think a lot of people are underestimating a lot of the live players like Cam Smith and DJ, cause we haven't seen them in quite a while. I think we can get some, some good odds there, but two guys that I'm eyeing, one is Colin Morikawa and the other one is Tony Finau. Um, I, I'd like to buy some shares of them as we head into the Masters. I think they can make some noise. So Marikawa is at $3.50, which is equivalent to plus 2702 That's a great price. Uh, and I'm sorry, you said Cam Smith, I believe. $4.50 at plus wow. $2,080. Um, and again, you know, if, they, if somebody comes out and fires a five under on Thursday, you know, that could double, that could triple and go from there. Uh, you know, the storylines are great for this, Anita. We're going to see... Finally, the live guys are going to be playing at the Masters as well, along with PGA guys. So there's natural intrigue there. If you're interested in a Brooks Kepka share, that's just a dollar and sixty cents, which is plus six thousand twenty-seven. Uh, Tiger is going off at plus eighty-eight eleven. That's one dollar uh, and ten cents. Bryson DeChambeau eighty cents is plus twelve hundred. Uh, Phil Mickelson basically twenty thousand to one uh, at fifty cents a share. Uh, you know, R- Rory of course, has to be a force here, has to be considered. He's the betting favorite, seven top ten finishes the last ten years at Augusta. But the guy who beat him, as you mentioned last year, is also playing out of his mind, Scotty Scheffler, who is the uh, second betting favorite, at plus 793. Uh, it's $11 per share. But I- I'm, I'm going to bounce something off you. And I know we'll talk about this uh, throughout the week, too. I'm, I'm somewhat enamored with Corey Connors. Uh, playing really well. He's in second, well, he's in third place now uh, because somebody just went on a big run, the, the front nine of the Texas Open. Uh, he's $1.50 per share, which, again, 
is uh, about plus 6,000. Uh, third of the Texas Open coming into today, so the form nice and tight. But here are his last three Masters finishes. Tied for six, tied for eight, tied for ten. So we know he, he likes the course. He's got three consecutive top tens. But the common denominator has been he's been above average compared to the field on getting off the tee, and his approach numbers are much better. They're actually insane. Last two Masters, he's been a stroke better than the field, and in 2021, he was two and a half strokes better than the field with the irons. Another opportunity for a guy maybe who doesn't win over the course of four days, Anita, but with this model, this in-play model, again, Sportrade is the in-play betting app. There's absolutely an opportunity to, to make some money off a guy who's going off at $1.50 per share. So that's who I like. I like Corey Connors. I'm banging the drum. Uh, unless, of course, he absolutely falls apart today and tomorrow, and then I'll change my mind. Dan, thank you so much for spending some time with us uh, this afternoon. Uh, again, it's the Sport Trade app, uh, kind of a, a different way of gambling, especially tonight uh, when it comes to uh, the Final Four, where uh, the stock market uh, meets gambling. So it's kind of cool. Actually, it's more than kind of cool. It's really freaking cool. Dan, thank you so much. <laughs> well, appreciate you. Thanks, Anita. And try us for free. If you download the app, we'll give you 20 bucks just to try us out for free. So go for it. You got it. Enjoy the games tonight. You know, I'll, I'll be texting you. It's so funny. I, games going on. I'm texting like a, a gazillion people. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, it's how I roll. All right. We come back. Uh, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's talk some Yankees. Let's talk some Mets. Uh, Yankees in action for the second time this season. Can they pick up where they left off? And some of the big storylines surrounding the Yankees will also talk Mets. We'll open up the phone lines. 800-919-3776. Anita Marks with you here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. That music only means one thing. Major League Baseball, baby. As we know, the Yankees, they beat the Giants 5-0 opening day. Garrett Cole, six innings, three hits, 11 strikeouts. No surprise there. Aaron Judge hit a home run in his first at-bat. Two hits, two RBIs. Torres got his as well. Home run with two RBIs. And they're back at it today. Four o'clock, first pitch in just a few hours. So, Joe, bring us in. Who's pitching? And give us the lineup, please. So, for the Yankees in a game that I will be attending, Clark Schmidt will will be on the mound. The starting lineup is as follows. Batting first and DH. Will you, I'm sorry, really quick. Could you turn the music down just a tad? Just a t- yeah. You're just you're being drowned out, and I, I think we're more we're more we're more interested in what you have to say, Joe. Go ahead. All right. So batting first and DHing DJ Lemayhu, playing center and batting second Aaron Judge, batting third and playing first Anthony Rizzo, cleaning up and playing right is John Carlos Stanton, batting. Th- Fifth and playing third is Josh Donaldson. Glaber Torres batting sixth, playing second. As well, the Cabreras in left today, batting seventh. Jose Trevino is batting eighth and catching. And the man of the hour, Anthony Volpe, is playing short and batting ninth. Hmm. I want to get into some Volpe. (laughs) You do give good lineup. Um, I do want to get into some Volpe talk uh, in just a second. Uh, The Mets in action as well. Their first pitch is at 4 o'clock. The Mets are 1-1. One one. Uh, they beat the Marlins 5-3 with Max Scherzer. Of course, he had a solid outing, uh, but unfortunately lost to the Marlins 2-1 uh, with Peterson, unfortunately. So now 
uh, trying to get into that uh, that winner's bracket um, and and at least start the season two and one, considering that their payroll is three hundred dollars. Meanwhile, the Marlins, a measly little eighty eighty one million dollars. Uh, just marinating that for a minute. The Mets payroll three hundred thirty five million dollars. The Marlins eighty one million dollars. Joe, take it away. Who's pitching? What's the lineup? Tyler McGill is on the mound in Miami, batting first for the Mets. Brandon Nemo in center, shortstop. Francisco Lindor is batting second. Jeff McNeil's in right today, batting third. Pete Alonso is cleaning up and playing first base. Daniel Vogelbach, your guy, is DH yeah. and batting fifth. Mark Canna is batting sixth and playing left field. Uh, Luis Guillorme is batting seventh and playing second. Eduardo Escobar is batting eighth and playing third. And batting ninth and catching is Omar Narvaez. You give no. good lineup. I do like Vogelbach. I got a t- I got you know my you know, my very famous T-shirts uh, I wear on on Daily Wager. I do have a Vogelbach T-shirt. Eventually, ev- I'm gonna I'm gonna wear it at some point in time. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it out. You can it's, get me uh, one. That'd be great. If you oh can really? Pull out the stops. Yeah. I'm a Vogelbach guy. You like Vogel? You like Vogelbach as well? Yeah, I'm, I'm a Vogelbach guy. Are you? Yeah, it's you know his. Wo- I thought I was like the only one standing. No, I I, I like Vogelbach. I think you know. Not only because of the stature that he has, but you know his walk-up music is an artist that I like listening to, uh, Mike. So shout which is, out to. Which what is it? What is his uh, walk-up song? It, I mean, last year it was um, I, I love my homies, but I I, I want to see what uh, what I'm actually going to the Mets home opener. I hope he plays next Thursday. I want to see uh, what his walk-up music is this year. Okay, so uh, let's let's go back to the Yankees for a second. Now you're going to the game tonight. That is correct. Yeah, um, and, and it looks like like I'm looking out my window right now. It looks like the weather is clearing up. So, are, are, have you been checking your app? Like weather conditions are supposed to be nice. It's not going to be rained out. I've checked five weather apps already. Uh, of course, you have. Brian Hoke of MLB.com tweeted out about an hour ago that they're cleaning, they're, they're getting the tarp off the field, the skies are opening up, and they look good for first pitch. Fantastic. Okay, so you should have a fun time. Um, did you, did you, do you guys know the story behind Volpe? Like, do you know the whole, like, because I, I was, I was, I did a deep dive and, and a deep read into, you know, born in Manhattan, parents moved out to New Jersey, like, this is this is like this is a storybook. I know like, he grew up a Jeter fan, and he and he you know he yeah. I believe he grew up was born in Manhattan, grew up a little bit on the West Side, and then moved to Jersey. That's pretty much all I know. Moved to Jersey. His 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 parents. I want to say his father is uh, an anesthesiologist. Uh, trying to think. I, I know his mother is in the medical field as well. Uh, also, uh, I their parents. I, I think I, listen to the station. I think they're big fans of the K show. So maybe they're they're if they're if the parents of Anthony Volpe, Michael, and I'm forgetting his mother's name. But if you're listening, thanks for listening. How horrible is that? That, that we, 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 know, we know the father's name in his profession, but we don't know the mother's name in her profession. Shame on us. Shame on us. That's absolutely horrible. Um, <laughs> but, but really, this is, this is a really phenomenal story uh, behind him. And again, you're right. Born in Manhattan. Parents moved out to New Jersey. Father would commute into the city, would listen to sports talk radio. Yes, huge fan. I'm sorry. One more time. Go ahead. 
Isabel. Thank you very much, Joe. Appreciate it. That's important. Um, and, uh, and grew up a huge Yankees fan, grew up going to the Yankees game, grew up idolizing Derek Jeter. And then now this opportunity comes full circle for him to, you know, be the Yankees starting shortstop and like, somebody pinch me this is like this is like a disney movie this is like a disney movie guys I mean, 30th pick in 2019 i mean he's living out like every local kid's dream if you if you grew up as a yankee yeah. or a met fan i mean you grew yeah. up wanting to play at yankee stadium or city field i mean for, for you know harvey and i's generation it was shea but you know he's living out every 21 year old's dream it's it's really really unbelievable, and I think you know, you know, obviously Aaron Judge was the story last season, and and who's to say that he won't be the story again this season? Obviously, he's off to a really good start, considering his first at bat was a home run. By the way, Aaron Judge his his home run total is is forty five and a half. Of course, we know he's sixty two last season, but uh, you know, I not to be a negative Nelly, I think it would be only realistic to expect some regression there. I don't expect him to hit 62 home runs again this season. It's a long season. Can he stay as healthy as he did last year? Only time will tell. Hopefully he does. Um, but I think the Volpe, this story to me has, has taken center stage for me, right? Like just again, any, any, any New York, New Jersey kids dream, who grew up a huge Yankee fan, idolizing Derek Jeter, and now for it to come full circle, now you're the starting shortstop for the Yankees. It's really, really, and, and everything I'm reading about him is he seems to be a really phenomenal young man. So um, I'm just I, I'm ex- I'm excited for the season to see how that storyline is going to play out. We get back. Let's talk about the Mets. I would imagine some Mets fans out there uh, with some huge concerns because it's not just Verlander. Um, now on the IL when it comes to the pitching rotation. Also, you've got a lot of money being spent on Nimmo, 162 million, Lindor, 341 million, uh, and of course, expecting big things from uh, Pete Alonso this season. And combined, they're two for 15 so far in two games uh, this season. No bueno. Uh, that that does not fly. Uh, so we'll continue to talk some Major League Baseball. 800-919-3776. Yankee fans, jump on board. Uh, what's the biggest storyline you're most looking forward to and to seeing how it plays out this season? Okay, is it Volpe? Um, for me, it is. And also, Mets fans, if you want to chime in, scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the most concerning. Uh, how concerned are you? I know early, small sample size, season just began. Let's not push the you know the the panic button yet but on a scale of one to ten how concerned are you for this Mets team uh considering that uh, their payroll's 335 million dollars uh, more to come Anita Marks with you hour three 98.7 ESPN